Welcome, everybody, Yankee Chronicles podcast. I'm Bobby, and I'm here with Evan. Donald and Rob are taking the day off. And um, before we get into this week's uh, discussions, we just want to ask you to check out statementgames.com, where you can find a unique experience to all your fantasy sports. Check out docadamsbaseball.org to learn about the founder of baseball. Sign the petition on there. All your, your, your uh, signatures are completely uh, protected. There's no sharing. They don't send it off to other lists. It is just for that site. So it's very, it's a safe site to put it on your petition. So we talked a lot last night about the pitching staff with the uh, acquisition of James Talon. How do you rate how the Yankees have done so far this offseason? What would you grade them? Yeah, I'd give them about a B minus because I think it's still kind of incomplete. But, um, you know, with the, the major haul of the work is pretty much done. You had to get DJ done. We got it done. And we got it done for significantly cheaper than any of us thought. I mean, six years at 90 million, it, I'm ecstatic over that. I'd rather do that than four years at, you know, 120 or whatever the craziness would have been. Um, so that's a good thing. I, I love Kluber. I think that if, if he is healthy, which is a big if, uh, that's a huge impact move. And uh, obviously Talon is a pretty um, – pretty good move we're hearing nothing but good things i know cole's happy so that's good and i think it's interesting that we talk about the fact that cole and bauer don't really get along and we mentioned that as a reason why he wouldn't come here you know it's stupid to me because talon's not coming here because he likes cole like it just happens that that's the case you know i think that if bauer had come here cole would have been a professional regardless now that he has someone that he's close with uh, that might give him a little more motivation since the two of them, you know, were fighting for something in Pittsburgh and couldn't get it done. Uh, so, yeah, I'd give him a B minus. I think that what we need to do is I don't want to move out of Vino because he's awesome and I like him on the team. But if you can move that nine million dollars, I think you need to do it. Uh, we do that. Brett Gardner and then maybe a bullpen arm, a cheap bullpen arm. Yeah, I would, I would agree with either a Watson or a Rosenthal, something like that. Yeah, I would agree with the B minus. Um, my my great, I, I'll give him that because I think that they've made moves in the positions that they needed to give it give attention to, and I had still had the minus on there rather than a B or a B plus because they still. They put them, them their backs against the corner because they still have to release somebody. They still have to move somebody off the 40-man to make room for the new acquisitions. So there's still there's still work that Cashman has to do, and the grade can can change depending on who gets moved, whether it's Andalar, Adovino, Ford, you know, um, does Greg Allen take, you know, force weight out, you know, as a bench player? So, I mean, so Talkman forced out. I think Talkman needs to go. Yeah. Well, Talkman as well. You know, because I know Greg Allen can do the outfield and the infield, you know, and Wade that, you know, it was rare, but they would put him in the outfield here and there. I think he's played, you know, a handful of times. 
Right, but let's keep in mind that they're most likely, I believe they've already said that they're going to have the exact same rules that they had in 2020. So that means we're going to have all that extra inning bullshit with runner on second and nonsense. So to have a guy like Wade and Allen on the team for that is that's pretty significant, you know, to be able to have those speed guys uh, to pinch run at the end of the game. But do we trust Wade on the bases anymore? Yeah, to a point, uh, you know, it, you want his bat to be better and you want his, I think his mental ability at reading the base pass is the reason why he, he struggles. I don't think he's a bad base runner. I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, hey. hey, Rob decided to join the show. <laughs> hey, guys. Rambling for a while. There you here. go. <laughs> what did I miss? All right. Well, we were just grading um, how we rated the bit, uh, the Yankees offseason so far. Evan and I both gave it a B minus at this point. Um, do you have a grade in mind of how the Yankees have done this year? I, yeah, I gave it like a solid B minus, B, even like a B plus. Even I think they've really done a lot um, more than people realize. Even some of the depth signings haven't been too bad. You know, Greg Allen was a decent trade in my opinion. Um, Brito is a guy that may come off the bench at some point this year. Uh, Shashin, not too bad. I think they even brought in Tyler Lyons, um, another potential bullpen arm. I really like bringing back Adam Warren. So, yeah, I would give it a a solid B-plus. That'd be mine. If we get another potential starting pitcher or another big relief pitcher, then, you know, it goes up to an A for me. As we were saying, the grade could change depending on who they move to make room on the roster. So – you know, and who they're getting to make the, you know, in that move. Because I, th- I think that the free agent market is pretty much a closed book for Cashman. And yeah. any moves is going to be trade. You know, I know it's been said a couple of times that we, you know, we said that that was the best route for the Yankees to go. And I think now it's, you know, that's the only lane that, that Cashman can drive in. Yeah, I agree with that most likely going to go with the trade route if he does anything. If it's any free agent, it'll be a guy like Robertson or if, if a guy like Rosenthal's price drops by the time spring training starts. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, – I don't see them taking another flyer on Robertson, only, you know, and only because of the injury, you know, the injury issues. Um, if they do, it would have to be a minor league deal, you know, and he'd have to prove he's, he's healthy enough. And I just don't see – I don't see that as an option. So, yeah. um, as you jumped in, we were debating whether Greg Allen can force um, Tyler Wade off of the roster. You know, that util- you know, the utility guy off the bench, especially if they're going to have that stupid extra inning rule. Um, Evan was making his case that having the both of them would be a benefit in that case. Uh, I don't see what they don't play the same position. I don't see how they can be comparable. To me, it's Allen would replace Talkman. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Tyler Wade, while doesn't hit, you know, he does have some value because he can play all over the place and he does run fast. He's not a good base runner but he does run fast. So he does have some value and, you know, maybe you need him 
to put him on second base in the late innings. And if he someone gets into the gap, then he can score faster than a guy like, you know, Sanchez or Stanton or something like that. So he does have some value. And you need versatility. Like Mike Ford and Talkman really don't have versatility. Talkman, what, plays left field and center. Allen can play all three. I think he's a little better defensively uh, than, than Talkman is. And Mike Ford is absolutely useless. He doesn't do anything. He plays one position, first base, DH, and he doesn't do it well. So he needs to go. Yeah, I think Ford, you know, Ford's another guy that I'm, I'm intended on bringing up. Um, he has no no room. There's no room for him. He's a, I think he's another one that has to go. Yeah, there's I know that they like the you know the lefty bat off the bench, the power bat, but you don't need that. You don't you you don't need him anymore. You already have yeah, him. You have rather Andujar. Yeah, you might, you as, know, well, yeah, might as well have Andujar on on the uh, the bench. So, yeah, I'd rather have Andujar play first than Mike Ford at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you've seen what Andujar's bat is, and I think if you give him enough at bats and let him have a distinguished role on the team, whether it's you're going to be this bench player to come in during this situation, or you're going to be the DH, you know, you you tell him what to do. Uh, he's more of a professional than Mike Ford. That's a career minor league player, Mike Ford. So I, it's, the experiment didn't work. It's over. And, you know, DJ LeMahieu plays a pretty damn good first baseman. So you really don't need Ford sitting there just because he plays first and has a lefty bat. If it's yeah, not yeah. a good lefty bat, it's a useless lefty bat. Uh, I, I think Andujar – I, I think he can show that he still has a value to the Yankees and it's all going to be on him. You know, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm backing off that people are going to need him, you know, ask for him in a trade. That's not going to happen. Um, I kind of wanted to see him get an everyday role on a team to kind of rebuild himself, but that's not realistic. You know? And so if he's not going to be moved, might as well highlight the value that he has with his bat and have him as the uh, a late inning pinch hitter like they were using Ford for. Yeah. You know, they they uh, definitely can use him in a lot of different ways because even though um, we want to see Judge and Stanton be healthy, the best case for them might just be give him a cup, maybe a day off or so every week. Just to, you know, kind of like basketball does with the whole load management stuff, just the guys that you know have had injury issues in the past, you know, you can you can survive if, if two games out of the week, Judge has to DH instead of Stanton and Stanton gets the day off. I know it's not ideal for the money that Stanton's making, but you'd rather him be there all season, even if he's not playing 150-something games. You'd rather him be there all season and healthy than have a, um, having another two trips to the I.L., are getting a bullshit um, injury story about how he's going to be okay. And then he's gone for three months. So Andrew Hart can fill that role. He can play the corner outfield. I'm sure he'll get better. He was doing it in the uh, Dominican league. You can play him at third. You can play him at first. You can DH him. He's got some versatility and a really good bat. He should definitely get between 40 and 60 games combined between Stanton and judge sitting, you know, there's no reason that can't happen. 
they don't need right. to play every game together. You can definitely spread that out over 60 games because by the time you get to the postseason, how many postseason home runs in like the first inning have we seen Judge hit in that two spot or in that one spot? He does it all the time. You need him for the postseason, especially the first round. So you got to make sure he's healthy then. I don't care if he's hitting home runs in fucking April if he's not in November. Yeah. No, it's, you know, the, the, the postseason numbers are the ones that we focus on the most. You know, it's nice to have the the numbers that the the production to get us to October, but you have to be consistent and with, you know, uphold those numbers come postseason play because that's where your value as a Yankee is under the most scrutiny and can be magnified if you come through. Yeah. And last year was evident that Stanton can play in October. He can hit. I mean, even in 2018 or um, 2019, we were actually really good with him in the lineup record wise. We won most of our games where he was playing. So it's just him being there. That's the big thing. We have to make sure he's there and 100 percent. Because last year was a great example. He's going to hit when he's in the lineup. Might strike out a couple of times, but he is as good of a chance as anybody in the league of hitting a bomb. Every time he's up there, you need him out there, especially in October. Yeah, I, I think what, what Stanton needs to do and Judge, even even Sanchez, it's don't you know, just put the bat on the ball, let it go where it goes. You know, don't worry, you know, throw the launch angles out the window. It's all all BS anyway. Just you know, they have enough natural power where. You know where you think it's a pop up and it's a, it's a home run. So if it's just you know you know a line drive into the gap, take it. You know it doesn't you know it's not you can, they have to stop going for this home run or nothing mentality. That launch angle shit drives me nuts too because how many times have we seen? I know it's not that many, but we have seen players take a check swing and it's been a double, triple home run. Like we've seen yeah. ridiculous shit like that. So I don't care, like the you know, probability of when he should be swinging and stuff. Just go up there and do what you could do. You know, it's it's hard to see a ball coming at you at 90 miles per hour. So what these guys can do is is it's skill. I can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's exaggerated and it's unnecessary. If you hit a, you know, if you have a tremendous launch angle and the ball goes, you know, four hundred feet, and you hit a a line drive, you know, wall scraper, it's still a run. It's still a home run. You know, it's still an RBI. So at the end of the game, does it matter because somebody had, you know, a fancy exit velo? It, to me, it's, all, it's just a joke. Well, yeah, it's like you said, with the, you know, they have so much natural power, both Stanton and Judge, they hit the ball harder than anybody in baseball. Yeah. And, you know, they don't have to worry about launch angles. Sometimes they get those line drive bullet home runs. But if they can get a couple of gappers, hits down the line, that's, that's fine. We need guys to get on base because we have enough run support in this lineup that the next guy up is going to be able to get you in. Like if Judge gets on second, if LeMahieu starts off with a single, Judge doubles, then you have Voight, then you have Stanton. There's so much firepower in this lineup. We don't need nine guys swinging for the fences. No, you know, and Torres is another guy that was getting very Homer happy. 
Yes. Um, rather Which than- I don't like at all. I don't like that at all. He needs to play more like Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier is not a power hitter. He wow. is a speed hitter who has legendary bat speed, and because he's so quick, he makes contact and the ball goes out. There's a difference between that and raw natural power that Stanton and Judge have. Yeah. You know? All right. So the other problem going into the in, into spring training is what to do with some of these younger guys that are, are on the you know are looking to make their their way up. So I'm I'm not going to mention the guy that Evan hates that I bring up every week. So rather than using Floreal. <laughs> Let's take a, um, a look at Estrada. What are, what are your expectations for a player like him? Rob? Uh, I honestly think he's going to get traded. They, they love Tyler Wade so much. I would prefer Estrada because he's a better hitter, and I think he's a better, I think he's a better overall player than Wade. But they love the fact that Wade – He's a lefty, right? I'm not imagining that. He is a lefty. Tyler Wade? Um, I think he is. I'm pretty sure he's a left-handed bat. So they, we know they love that. We know they love his speed. And we know they love his friendship That's with right. Aaron Judge. They're he's right. a righty? Wow, why am I thinking he's a lefty? Well, they love him. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. They like him more than Estrada. He's a lefty. He is a lefty? Yeah. Come on, man. They like him more than Estrada. That's all I know. And um, I think if they were to go with Estrada, they would have done it by now. And they still need to clear space in the 40-man. And Estrada could be a guy that's involved in a just a, a trade him away, get something else that's not in the 40-man kind of deal. That's the problem with how much depth we have on this team is that there is, you know, every position has one guy that is blocking another guy and the separation of talent is not that much. So it's very frustrating to sit there and say Wade or Estrada, because both of them, you know, have their abilities that help this team. Personally, I agree with you, Rob. I would go with Estrada, but they, you know, they like the lefty bad and they like the speed, but it's like, how many times do we say having a lefty bat, doesn't mean anything if it's useless to the team. Ford didn't help us out, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw you know a couple times. You know, Wade get the, that double to the gat, and then he gets you know picked off. You know, want a base yeah. running error. You know, so what did that double mean? It just you know brought up another. You know, brought up the next guy in the lineup with nothing. You know, nobody on base. So I'm tired of, you know, and I, I had liked Wade for a while, but I always say he's a spring training all-star and that's, he, that's his peak. And what was Greg Bird? Yeah. You know, and it's, I, I think it might be time to move on. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think the Yankees will. You know, they have those players that they love and they will not let them go. Which is why we keep saying that it wouldn't, you know, that's why we think Gardner's going to be coming back. You know, Cashman loves them. 
you know, I want Gardner back, though, to be honest. I think it's a good move if you can get him to come down on his price, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think that's why they're trying to move all these little pieces around. I think if they can, yeah, if the price comes down and he knows that he's coming as the, um, the fourth outfielder, I think he's still, you know, his leadership is still as valuable as ever. I mean, his his glove is is very good, and he gets no credit for that. It drives me yeah. nuts. I mean, he really should have more than one gold glove, but because yeah. Alex Gordon has, like, fucking 15, they never give it to him. And it, it drives me nuts because Alex Gordon is a shitty baseball player. I hate Alex Gordon. He sucks. But the metrics say he's bad. he's good, so – yeah, yeah. So he he must be. Thank God he retired, and Brett should come back this year and win every goddamn left field award there is. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Well, um, we're gonna wrap this up. Tune in tomorrow. We're gonna break down the arbitration process. What could be changed? Does it need to be changed? And who benefits the most? So we're gonna uh, tomorrow. We'll continue our Yankee Chronicles is fixing baseball series. Um, no, because nobody's breaking it down like we are. And so we hope everybody has a good day and we will talk to you tomorrow.